Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. find the Apostle Paul or any other Apostle commenting upon the government of the Roman Empire. You never find them sending up resolutions to the imperial court to do this or not do that. No, that's never found in the church as displayed in the New Testament. I suggest to you therefore that the Christian is to function as the salt of the earth in a much more individual sense. He does so by his individual life and character. As a follower of Christ, you are individually called to be the salt of the earth, to spread the gospel everywhere you go. Even in your actions, people should see Jesus in you daily. When people look at you, how do you live your life? Would they see him and his kingdom? Or would you look no different than the rest of the world? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 16 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. It's crazy, the advances in technology, but do you understand that that's not advancement in humanity? We're not getting better. In his book, the book that changed your world, I've mentioned it several times, but the Indian Christian author, Vishal Mangalwadi, points out that access to the scriptures caused entire nations to repent. There was real change. There was revolutionary change all across the globe when the Bible became available to the common person. People began to learn to read. They made it a priority to learn to read so that they could read the Bible for themselves. And tribes that had been violent and just immoral and, well, they changed because they read in the scriptures that that's not what's in their best interest. To live like that flies in the face of the plan and design of the creator. It's foolish to live like that. And so they began to change. But he also points out in that book that now that the word of God is being cast aside, now that the same nations in many cases have decided that they're more sophisticated than Almighty God, that they know better than God, that the Bible is unreliable, that the Bible is not authoritative, and so now that the scriptures are being set aside, we're seeing those same nations beginning to descend back toward chaos. Just in the last... 70 or 80 years, there's been the growth of the so-called progressive church in the Western world. And if you look at it, they're not progressive, they're regressive. They're taking steps backward. 
like salt that has lost its savor and is good for nothing but to be thrown out. Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones, and as I've shared with you, I've been reading his teachings on the Sermon on the Mount, but he wrote this. He said, the church in the New Testament, and by the way, he was writing this like 60 years ago, 50, 60 years ago. I'm not sure the actual date, but it was between 50 and 70 years ago that he wrote this. The church in the New Testament is not identified with any nation or nations. The result is that you never find the Apostle Paul or any other apostle commenting upon the government of the Roman Empire. You never find them sending up resolutions to the imperial court to do this or not do that. No, that's never found in the church as displayed in the New Testament. I suggest to you, therefore, that the Christian is to function as the salt of the earth in a much more individual sense. He does so by his individual life and character, by just being the man he is in every sphere in which he finds himself. Now listen, see our problem today is that too few Christians are living out their Christianity. And here's what I mean by that. Man, I hate to get ugly with you guys. But what if, what if I lined you all up right now and I drilled you about how much time you spent actually reading your Bible this week? Would it be good? Probably not. Come on. How much time you actually spent digging into the Word of God? And then what if we took another step? How much time did you spend talking to other people about it at work or on lunch breaks, whatever, neighbors? Doing what he told us in the Bible he left us here to do, to be his representatives in our world, to go as his ambassadors, making disciples as we go, talking to people, sharing the gospel, praying for people, casting out demons, healing the sick, serving people actively in his name. Do you understand one day we're going to give an account? I mean, not today. I'm not going to actually do that, okay? I'm not going to line you up. I'm not going to ask for individual responses here. But do you understand one day he will? The Bible says one day you will stand face to face with him. And this will be the subject. Because he didn't hold out. He presented himself to be humiliated, tortured, crucified, so that you could be forgiven and have life and be made part of the family and actually have the privilege of being his representative in a dying world. To be salt and light, he gave everything. And by the way, Dr. Lloyd-Jones goes on to explain in his writings that he's not saying that Christians have no business in politics, that Christians have no business addressing these various issues. He said, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is our mission is to represent Jesus in our world. And we don't see any evidence in the scriptures of Christians wasting a whole lot of time trying to change government and politics. Some of you guys get so passionate about your politics and there's no passion about the gospel. Shame on you. I'm not saying you should shut up about politics. I'm saying you should speak up about the gospel. Because okay, let's eliminate all guns from the entire planet and eliminate all violence and then we'd still have four billion people going to hell. 
It'd take them longer to get there. Do you understand what I'm saying? Maybe you could argue with me that they'd live longer. Maybe. I'm not convinced of it. But maybe you could make that case. The reason I'm not convinced of it, by the way, is that the Bible indicates that every man's moment of death is pre-appointed. He knows the moment of your death. Whether it's by a train, a meteor falling from heaven, or a tragedy, you're all going to die. All your neighbors are going to die. All your friends, family, they're going to die. The question is, are they safe? Are they going to go to be with him forever? Or are they going to be separated from him forever? Which is it? Do you care? See, a Christian politician who actually follows Jesus, seeking the wisdom and guidance of the Lord, and no, I don't believe that's the same thing as mental illness. I do believe that people hear from the risen Savior, that actually God Almighty has the ability to communicate with his creation and does so. Even today, he'll never contradict his written word, but he does communicate. And see, it doesn't matter whatever sphere of life, whatever sphere of society you may find yourself living in, operating in, a medical doctor, business person, an attorney, somebody in the military, somebody in politics, doesn't matter, whatever. Do you see yourself as a representative of Jesus Christ in that place? Because if you're born from above, if his spirit lives within you, I promise you, he sees you as his representative in that place. Now, like you, I've read all kinds of articles this week about this 19-year-old kid that did this horrible thing in Parkland. But I've also read that he was screaming out all over the place for attention. In a community where, how many Christians live in Broward County? You know what I mean? I'm not passing judgment. I'm just saying, because we're all guilty of the same stuff. You see what I mean? And I've told a story before about the guy that I had every opportunity to share the gospel with the guy, didn't do it. And then I see on the news that he's been chopped up in little bitty pieces. Him and his girlfriend murdered, put in drums and dumped in the Everglades about 15 years ago. So I'm guilty. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm guilty. But it's time for us to step up, be salt in our world. Because what he's telling us is, see, it's you and only you. There's not like a plan B. It's us. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it a part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's Tracy to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. Or join us online as we live stream. 
you'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time right here on Main Thing Radio.